They say a change is as good as a rest, but changing home and area you live in can feel anything but restful, unless you have some help. Hello, I'm Gavin Human. This is Home to Home. Each episode, we'll take a look at different aspects of owning your own home, from the buying and selling through to home improvements and speaking to the people that can help. For many of us, the impact of the last two years is still being felt in terms of our work and home life, whilst for some, the health, employment and financial changes have been significant. For others, it may have meant a re-evaluation. On a previous episode, we looked at working from home options as the opportunity for garden rooms has expanded. Indeed, if there is now the option to work from home, then couldn't that home office be somewhere new entirely, free from the considerations of a commute? The possibility of relocating completely can be exciting, but also potentially complex and time-consuming. If you have the means, there is always a way. My name is Jennifer Mollex. I work for Garrington Property Finders as their regional partner for Cambridgeshire and West Suffolk. So what I effectively do is I represent buyers just as much as an estate agent represents a seller and I assist buyers who maybe don't know an area or who are struggling to find a property to find their perfect dream home. Sometimes in business we praise someone we get on well with for being on the same page and speaking our language. With Jennifer, that can be quite literally true. I am fluent at Dutch and English. I am a half Dutch, Dutch passport, born and raised there. And I also speak a reasonable amount, let's put it that way, of German, French and a little bit of Espanol. And actually, I should speak Russian because my dad's half Russian, but I don't. A skill set that can come in handy in her line of work. Some of my clients come from abroad. And although we could still call that a you know, representing them as a buying agent, it is also in a way mixed up with relocating because effectively that's what they're doing. Uh, sometimes you have UK citizens coming back, so they may already know how things work in the UK with regards to buying a property and conveyancing. Other times it will be someone coming over from abroad who's never lived here before. I've got a client at the moment who has no clue what exchange or completion even means. So it's actually loads of fun because it means that we can really help them uh, to the full extent. And I, I love giving people and education and information on the uh, the UK buying process and selling process as well, of course. But uh, you're right, you're right, Gavin. It really helps to. I really feel that way. It helps so much having been raised uh, abroad and also lived abroad and speaking different languages. You you put people at ease because they they don't feel that uh, you know you might laugh at them if they don't understand something. You just say to them, "I know what it's like. I understand. I moved over here 25 years ago. I had to go through that pain barrier too. Let me help you." I wanted to deal with the obvious and mistaken view that employing someone to find you a house is just getting someone to take over the time-consuming job of a long search on the internet. My standard sentence is if you can you know, find it on Rightmove, then I'm probably not doing my job. I mean, there are certain properties that's unavoidable that they will end up on the market, as we call it. But the whole point, they're paying us and, and using our, our, um, our knowledge and, and help is to effectively find opportunities that are ideally pre or off market. And for the listeners, pre-market means that it may still come to the market, but you may have the, the chance of getting your foot in foot through the door first. And then off market, which I have bought a few properties for clients off market, uh, they won't come to the market at all. And these are the ones where you really feel you've, uh, you've added value. 
A common theme on this podcast so far has been successful people talking about how it's all about forming relationships and being authentic. Jennifer continues this theme. When people ask me before they engage my services, what can you do that I can't do, which is the typical question, it's saying, you know, years of connections and contacts with people who I also like because we get on very well, which is great. Uh, but, you know, respecting the fact that a lot of my bread and butter is through agents, uh, finding out about opportunities first. And, you know, we all know that in life, business is about people wanting to work with people they like. So I try and make sure that I have a good relationship with everyone and keep in touch as much as I can. Um, and that's, you know, that's that's how you get to, to find the, the sort of special properties out there. I have an image of a portfolio of grand homes that Jennifer keeps ready for potential clients. And and I had to ask her, is that at all accurate? So the golden moment really for all, well, I guess estate agency and buying agency is where you can make a match. So there are times, you know, we advertise a lot and I do letter drops and I approach people through, goodness knows, you know, village websites, any way you can to to find opportunities for clients. Um, the best bit is when there's the match, when someone calls you and says, hello, this is, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Brown, we live there and there, we have a house we're looking to sell. And your brain, you know, you light up because there's that perfect match. And obviously you're not there that you, yet because, you know, they need to still find a property and there may be certain timeline restrictions, et cetera, or different opinions on value, which has particularly happened this year. But that's another conversation. Uh, but, yes, it's it's fantastic and, and it's it's very rewarding when you uh, meet a new client and they mention what they're looking for and you think, I know exactly what I saw three years ago and I'm going to approach these people again. How in-depth is the property finding service and how specific do your clients get with their requests? Well, um, two questions there. I guess I'll start with the latter, if that's okay. With regards to their requirements and needs, um, generally people start off with quite a, a basic list and they have this idea in their head and I always sit there and smile and think, we're going to end up somewhere very different, aren't we? Uh, but it's great, you know, to, to get as much um, information as possible. But our job is also to ask the right questions. But I've had clients who said, I want to have a, you know, a concrete white box uh, in the middle of the countryside and ended up in a 17th century farmhouse in a village. So it, it all depends. But they, they usually have a, gen a general idea. Um, so it, it starts off, I think, with with a sketch. We also draw up search briefs to make sure that we've understood their search and that they've actually are reading what they've said to make sure we, we all agree. Um, with regards to you know how in depth does it it get? Um, property searches, they you know the quickest I've ever done is six weeks. Some of them can take a year and a half. So if someone says I need uh, one of them was looking for a a rectory uh, near to a, a larger town um, in Suffolk. So, you know, that, that just takes a long time because there aren't 10 of those around. So it, it, it can take time. Some searches are easy, but then the conveyancing part gets very complicated because it may be listed or it may have certain covenants. And then others you do, um, the, you know, you're able to go through the process quite smoothly. It depends also how much uh, assistance the client needs. Some clients need more help, more support, more phone calls than others. Um, so yeah, you, you never know. It's always a it's always a bit of a, a sort of a exciting time to see what happens. Do you think sometimes it's only when people start viewing houses that they begin to really hone down on what they want? I'd say Gavin, nine out of ten, because everyone has an idea, and there's always that that term, you know, 
like you used to do at school, you draw a house, I draw a house, but our houses will look different on paper. So my job is to really get under their skin and understand. And you're absolutely right. The only way to do that is A, go and view property so you can see their reactions and how they, they respond and feel. But for them, vice versa, they then actually go away and say, you know what, I actually realise maybe I, I don't really want this. I probably prefer X, Y, Z. You know, maybe we're talking about a location or a position or light or style. And my favourite is when people say, I'll do a project. And then you show them a project and they go, I probably won't do a project yeah. <laughs> because there's obviously different levels of projects. You talk about when people are searching for a, a house, the latest stats from Rightmove said over the last year, people in London uh, looking for rural property has gone up 126% in the last year because of the pandemic. Obviously, they don't necessarily need the commuter route. Do you think when people come to you, do they know where they want to live? Uh, I think you've hit the nail on the head that recently or the last year for people who aren't local, they don't. And that is tricky because uh, I, I don't feel necessarily that there's been such a huge rush out my way. I know for many of my colleagues throughout the country, particularly uh, Cornwall, Somerset, um, possibly around Norfolk as well, that there, there's been a, a huge wave of people coming from the, the larger cities, not just London, wanting to have the country life knock on effect for that one at the moment is that people are now being called back into the offices again. So people who have bought their sort of dream home with chickens and two acres have suddenly realised that there's going to, that's going to be a very long commute if it's five days a week. So it'll be interesting to see where that heads. But going back to the question, um, they, they, you're absolutely right. They do tend to be a little bit more confused because maybe they hadn't thought of the countryside before, haven't done as much homework. Um, they, they, they're a little bit going into the unknown, into the abyss, and they want you to help them uh, formulate their you know the, what they want to do and their their ideas but sometimes some meetings you have can be quite tricky because you know you ask them what what are you looking for what do you want and they they actually have no idea and they they just talk about a couple of villages their friends have once talked about but then when you say to them do you know what a septic tank is or do you understand what it's like getting a pint of milk in the middle of the winter there's you know things can shift I think it must be interesting when you say if the if they're your client doesn't really know where they want to be but then you do have clients where he will want somewhere very specific and then she wants somewhere very specific. And where you've got two, you've got a client wanting two totally separate areas. That must be very difficult. That doesn't work. No, yeah. no. I mean, it, it, can, it happens with properties, Gavin, though, that one will say, I like modern, he likes traditional, the other way around. And that's, that's interesting. With regards to locations, I, I just don't see the point taking on a search if I don't feel A, I can do it, and B, if it's if it gets too complicated. So you're quite happy to turn clients down if you don't think you can help it, them? I would tell them, and yeah. some clients have done so much themselves, and, you know, effectively I'd make a joke and say you should be a buying agent. You know, they've, they've done so much research, they don't need me. They just need to be patient and have time and wait. And I'm very happy to share some of my tips with them. What they don't always have is the time uh, that you need to spend hours and hours, you know, trying to research opportunities but yes yeah, it's a real mixed bag but I definitely feel it's it, people actually appreciate it if I say I don't think at this juncture I can help you. What do you think are the skills needed to be successful at what you do? You need to be a psychologist <laughs> and a marriage counsellor that's it that's all you need. And patience. And patience and a lot of patience and you you need to be helpful patient kind manage expectations uh sometimes be strict and tell them what they don't want which people actually quite like because they still have this idea that i'm an estate agent which i used to be and i love being an estate agent but they think i'm trying to sell them something 
and I'll say to them no because I'll happily tell you to walk away from something. So interestingly enough, I always feel it takes a bit of time for them to, to trust me, uh, which is understandable. You know, they're paying you, uh, you know, quite a lot of money to find them an opportunity and what are you actually doing for that and, you know, will she really help us properly? Does she understand what she's doing? And if you initially, you know, I usually take them on a tour or I do a bit of an orientation or we have an initial Zoom call so I discuss some areas and show them that I'm you know, able and willing, then they usually relax a bit. But um, a lot of them have been on right move for, for years beforehand. Um, and I always explain to them that's great, but actually viewing a property um, and viewing an area and understanding if they're going to build a Tesco's car park behind your house, you know, all these elements, a lot of due diligence we carry out is, is crucial to the purchase. So I won't let them buy something if I think it's not going to work. One thing I've started to do when I've done viewings with people, um, if even if they're on the market with another agent, and I know they're really keen on buying somewhere, I will go round their house yep. to have a look at their house, to get a better understanding of their style, what they've got, because what is a big bedroom? Yes, what is a large exactly. garden? And I've found doing that invaluable. Does Would that sort of thing help yes, you? Yes, so do obviously COVID has got in the way, because usually I meet clients at their house, or at least have one visit to their house, because I need to see how they live, and as exactly what you just said is, what is a large garage for you, or what is a big garden? Well, big. Well, what's big? But um, I have had people show me around their house with their iPads uh, during COVID. And, and now we're in a position to visit them. And if I feel it is, is, is valuable, I will definitely be doing so. Definitely. Some stats came out in 2021 that 30% of millennials were relocating due to the pandemic. I wanted to get an idea from Jennifer if she had experienced a significant surge in people looking to move somewhere new. It's been incredibly busy and um, to an extent very frustrating. Also for my clients, a huge amount of properties have gone to best and finals. Um, Just to explain what best and final means, that is when there's multiple interest in a house, quite often there's multiple offers and the agent will give a deadline for all the interested parties to make their best bid by a certain day and time. You can't win them all. There have been a lot of people... And a lot of money is being thrown around, uh, which, which to an extent is great. You know, it's not, it's not always a bad thing, but uh, there's a lot of frustration. And I think also the reason a buying agent is, is, is helpful within uh, these kind of uh, markets is that I, I can, you know, pace my clients and say to them, let's not knee jerk and just buy the first property because they're so scared of losing out or they haven't found anything and, or they've lost out so many times. It's all about patience and, and waiting for the right opportunity. I mean, it's a huge investment, so you don't want to rush it. But it's, it's been a very uh, it's successful but very difficult year. I know from my own experience that the pandemic brought a surge in people wanting properties with access to more outdoor space. Did Jennifer notice any similar trends? Uh, definitely the good life, as I call it, like the television programme. Uh, so people wanting to, well, thinking about life and reflecting on life. But yeah, a lot of people really wanting the couple of acres and the quarter life, enjoying working from home, spending time with the family, um, really, you know, engaging again with each other, which is a, is a beautiful thing. I happen to know that Jennifer had taken a trek through the Sahara. I wondered what was more challenging, doing that or her trickiest client. I don't. I don't. I think clients. They, everyone's got their trickiness, but it's often emotional. So they're tricky because they care, or because they are going. You know, they're going through a big. Yeah, you know, they're spending a lot of money, and they want to make sure it's right. It's particularly a lot of it is focused on children. 
that the children are happy in the right place in the right school, which I try and help them as much as I can with. Uh, but, you know, the Sahara was a doddle in comparison. Yeah, I, mean. you... <laughs> I had a lovely time. <laughs> I was away without any internet and anything for five days. It was fabulous. A big thank you to Jennifer for joining me today. If you want to find out more about getting some help with your own relocation, why not get in touch with Jennifer? Absolutely. If you want to get hold of me, I'm on LinkedIn, I'm on Instagram, Facebook, and obviously our website, which is www.garrington.co.uk. Garrington with no S, it's singular. And uh, if you look it up and you look through um, the website to the East Region, you'll see my smiley face. Fantastic. Lovely seeing you again. You too, Gavin. Thank you very much Thank for you for inviting in. me. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on Spotify, Apple, Google, or wherever else you get your podcasts. And if you'd like to leave a review or share this podcast, then please do. You can find those links on my website, gavinhuman.co.uk, where you can also find my social media links, my blog, and of course, my latest properties. I look forward to hearing from you. Until next time, goodbye. <music>